the life I deserve. Sharing creative ideas, inspirational stories, and fresh perspectives that will empower you to live your life to the fullest. Hi, I'm Jack Canfield, and you're listening to The Life I Deserve by my good friend, Adrian McMillan. Natara Osborne is an award-winning and produced screenwriter, a content writer, and author of the upcoming self-help book, Entrepreneurial Artist, Thriving, Not Starving in the Real World. She's also an award-winning former college professor who makes it a point to spend a part of each week mentoring and advising upcoming artists. She's been writing professionally for nearly 20 years, ever since she made the decision in college to be a screenwriter. Her feature-length film, Running on Empty Dreams, has gone on to win three prestigious Telly Awards and to get distribution at a time before that was an easy thing to do. Natara continues to get contracted by producers and clients to write screenplays while simultaneously making herself available as a content writer for a variety of marketing companies. Her blog, The Uncloseted Professor, is a professional and personal development blog for entrepreneurial artists who are seeking to make a living through creating their art. Its success is what has inspired the idea for the upcoming self-help book to aid all artists with tangible steps to move forward with their careers. Hi, Natara. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Adrian. It's great to be here. I would love for my audience to get to know you a bit. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, um, I, I feel like there's not a whole lot to say, but I guess people say, always say that about themselves. Um, but I was, uh, I was born in Washington, D.C., and my parents were American diplomats. So my brother and I had the opportunity to travel all over the world. So between the age of zero all the way to seven, I was in Maryland, um, I lived in Costa Rica, Venezuela, Panama, and then between 7 and 13, I was in Virginia, and then between 13 and 18, I had the opportunity to live in Cairo, Egypt, where my brother and I went to the American uh, school over there. So that was a pretty amazing experience. That sounds like an amazing experience. Yeah, wow. I, it was, and I, I, didn't, I don't think I appreciated it at the time, but definitely for sure by the time I was in my early 20s, I realized how special that um, life experience was. Yeah. Special and I'm sure incredibly educational as well. Oh, learning for about sure. all these different cultures. Pretty amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have a genuine appreciation for other cultures and, um, and, and respect for them just because I've always been surrounded by so many different people. Can you tell us about a cause that you're passionate about? Um, a big cause that I'm passionate about um, are basically entrepreneurial artists. I want to make sure that they are making a living doing what they love. And I know that that's a personal, it's always been a personal goal of mine. And so I find it to be my life's ambition to do the same. So I feel like I am this possibility of empowering artists in the world to live um, a life that they love and to, and to live it powerfully because I want them to be able to um, do what they feel like they have been put on this earth to do. And many artists feel that way, but 
oftentimes they don't have the courage or the confidence to go out there and actually carry that out. And so I love to be an instrumental tool in helping those people uh, to get there. That sounds amazing. And how have you found, I, I guess you probably had your own journey, your own um, discovery on how to do that for yourself. Right. And, and now you're able to help other people. So could you elaborate on your own journey? How did you basically do that for yourself? Uh, well, my, uh, my, well, my journey started off with, uh, you know, knowing that I wanted to always write ever since high school. I enjoyed the whole uh, process of telling stories as a high school journalist. And I didn't realize at the time that that's not exactly what journalism was, because I would create, I would make up stories. And I had a whole bunch of people who enjoyed hearing my stories. And so by the time I went to college, um, I thought that I would major in journalism and that I would do the same thing. And I come to realize that you actually have to report what has happened. You can't just create something out of nothing and then call it a story. And so I decided to continue to major in mass communications, but I still, uh, you know, I was finding myself as a writer. And it wasn't until December of 1997, I was sitting in the movie theater watching uh, the film Scream 2 when I realized that I can be a screenwriter. And so that was my epiphany. And ever since then, I made it my life's mission to continuously write uh, scripts. And so it has not always been uh, an easy road for sure. I did spend a lot of time writing uh, screenplays on spec, what they call speculation. And the whole idea behind that is that you're writing it for free in the hopes that you will sell it one day. But what ends up happening is you end up uh, writing a lot of material that ends up becoming a part of your portfolio. So it's never a waste of time, but it, uh, it's definitely a process and it's a learning process. And so I was doing that and I was um, soliciting um, agents and getting rejections left and right. And, you know, I didn't feel like I was really going anywhere. And then I happened to meet this uh, gentleman at uh, the school that uh, my son was attending. He had a daughter who was going to this school. His name is Todd. And he actually uh, looks exactly like Keanu Reeves to me. And so I said, I'm going to go and approach him and just talk to him and tell him that. It turns out that he actually was a working actor in Arizona, and he introduced me to a producer who ended up being my mentor. And that particular producer, his name is Andy. He actually had me going on film sets. Uh, he was actually the first person who um, uh, allowed me to, or paid me to write um, a script. And that was exciting, because that happened in 2005. And I was just excited to be able to get paid to write. And he, he told me, he taught me why screenplays are written the way they are by me being able to work on a film set. I knew why they were written the way they were, or, or, or the way they are. And so and that, that was a big part of my journey. And so, and then I had an opportunity to, uh, uh, to actually continue writing, continue working with him. And then I got the confidence and courage, and courage to actually pursue um, my own screenplay and so it was my fifth script and it was called running on empty at the time that was a working title I actually ended up pitching it to um, some Hollywood producers it uh, did not work out they gave me some feedback and that was fine but it wasn't really what I wanted to hear I took the feedback and then I decided I'm going to just go in and pitch this to investors and I'm going to shoot this on my own 
And so I, I did that. And um, I was pitching it and pitching it to investors and I was getting rejections from them. I went to Andy, my mentor, and he was saying, the reason that people are not wanting uh, to give you the money is because you need to prove yourself and you have not proven yourself yet. And I said, okay, so what do I have to do? And he told me to pull scenes from the script and shoot a movie trailer. So I was eager enough to do that. And, and I believed in him enough and believed in myself enough to take that chance. And so I did. So it was over the course of a weekend that um, I shot a movie trailer. I had run a whole casting call and did everything as if I had all the funding for this feature length movie. And I had enough people backing me who believed in me. And within seven months, we got two of these uh, Telly Awards right here. And uh, about six to seven months later, we ended up getting uh, the full funding for my movie. And that's what happened. And that was such a, that was a seven year process, that entire process. And I, after I finished the movie, I said to myself, I want to go out and I want to help other screenwriters because this was a difficult thing to go through. I don't want anybody else to have to go through that. So I um, decided to go back, get my master's degree, got the master's degree, and started teaching screenwriting at the college level. And so that all kind of led to exactly where I am right now. And I taught nearly 10 years. And, and now, right after that, I am now this full-time writer. So it has literally taken me 20 years to become um, a full-time writer. So I feel like I, I, I talked a lot there, but I was just trying to explain how everything actually uh, happened and how it materialized and, and culminated. No, that's a great, that's a great uh, adventure, it sounds like, that you went through. And I'm sure that if you weren't so passionate about creating films and screenwriting, you wouldn't have found ways through all those challenges, because there was, it sounds like many challenges along the way, but you just continued to find your way through that. And that's amazing and very impressive. And thank you. Thank yeah. You. So... Can you elaborate on one of the challenges you may have faced and, and how you overcame that challenge, um, how you maybe thought creatively on ways to get around that challenge um, in a way that might inspire others? Because it's, I think people, sometimes they find a challenge and they say, this wasn't for me. And they, and, and they, they give up. And I just want to encourage people, if they're very passionate about something, to you know, stay focused because I think usually there's a way around that. How, how did you find ways around challenging times? Um, well, there, there's been so many, but when I look at everything that I've accomplished up to this point, uh, the biggest challenge that I faced was uh, the confidence and courage that I needed to be a full-time writer. I... I became a teacher, not because I failed out in the real world of uh, the film industry, but I became a teacher literally because I wanted to help others. But at the same time, I, as I was teaching and I was still working in the film industry, I could feel myself not having the total courage and confidence to move out there and just say, you know what, I'm going to be this full-time uh, writer, this full-time filmmaker. I didn't have that. And that's what I felt was the challenging um, part. And so I know that maybe you're wanting something a little more tangible, but um, that's what actually comes to mind. Um, and that was the hardest thing. And even a bigger thing than that is not realizing 
that I didn't have the courage and confidence because all of what I just explained, I felt like I was constantly growing and get, gaining more confidence and gaining more courage. Yet I realized this past year that that's something that I was lacking, which is the reason why I continued to join careers as a teacher. And with my filmmaking, it was the, those things working together that, um, it, and that it actually together, those actually served as a crutch to not allow me to live fully the way I should. Because of course, I love mentoring and helping other people. That's a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. So teaching was great. But I that coupled with my writing career together, it actually ended up uh, holding me back somewhat because I felt like, okay, I, I, I can't move on. I can't do this because I have this other responsibility. And so, um, and, and what it took for me to get out of that is honestly, um, attending self and professional development seminars. I wouldn't have been able to discover that I had these issues that I was holding on to in order to move forward. And so a lot of the times we think that it's something tangible that's in front of us. Uh, a lot of the times I just assume that the issue is money. If I had enough money, then I would do this. But really the money comes to you once you are the way you need to be as a person, like you are fully living into whoever you are. And I'm not saying that wealth and, and happiness just automatically draws to you just because you discovered yourself. But I believe that everything it is that you need, you actually end up getting once you know who you are. And that's something that I didn't know that I was lacking until earlier this year. So courage and confidence is what I was lacking and how I found those things was through self and professional development seminars, continuing to read uh, self-help books and being surrounded constantly by supportive and um, loving people. Uh, because I'm not easy all the time. Sometimes <laughs> it's difficult to be around an artist because they're frustrated a lot because they're not getting what they want. But yet I have very supportive people who love me despite um, some of my behaviors and my actions because of being frustrated. So I, I don't know. I hope I answered your question. Yeah. Okay. All right. As you, I think, are well aware, I'm big fan of self-development. Right. And, you know, <laughs> we're actually... Um, we actually found each other because we're both students of Jack Canfield. Right. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on, on continuing to uh, learn self-development tools and techniques. Do you remember like a tool or technique that was significant in your development? Like maybe meditation or maybe, um, you know, the visualization of goals or anything, anything in particular that, that helped you? Well, what actually stands out as soon as you said that is, uh, well, two things. Um, one, having five actions a day and having an accountability partner. <laughs> and um, so, and ironically enough, you are my <laughs> accountability partner. And I, I've honestly, I've enjoyed that. That's been a great thing. It feels good that we've had this journey of over a year. So that says, to me, this is a lot about who you are as a person, but um, I've enjoyed that because I've never actually had an accountability partner um, on this level. And uh, Jack Canfield always talks about having five actions a day. I, I don't know what the magic number is. I forgot what he said about five, but 
I, getting five things done a day that move you forward, it makes me feel accomplished and it, it makes me feel good. And I've actually seen things materialize because of actually taking those actions. Um, a lot of times, uh, self-help type of people, they talk about, um, you know, feeling good and being positive. And that stuff is great too, because I believe that you need that. But there are times when you need um, tangible actions that you actually can take and apply so that you can materialize things. And that's one of the techniques, one of the tools that I found extremely helpful um, that I learned from Jack and that I've gotten out of being an accountability partner with you. I agree. I think the five action items is very powerful. And thank you for reminding me. I'm going to make sure that I report mine to you before, <laughs> before I go to sleep tonight. But yeah, it's, it's really great to pick up some momentum and just keep it moving, keep it going. And as you are well aware, the five things that I complete are often not the five things I tell you I'm going to complete that next day, but I always find five things to complete along my path toward my goal. Um, right. <laughs> I'm yeah. the same way. Sometimes right. it changes, but it's five. Five is five. Five is five. And, you know, we're always, we're always evaluating and changing course, um, you know, as we kind of figure out if, if we're on the right path or not, or it needs to be slightly different. Right. So, yeah. Um, I, and I sincerely appreciate uh, you holding me accountable. Yeah, the same here. I really do appreciate that. So we talked about your challenges do you remember any lessons, any particular uh, lessons that you've learned along the way or any advice that you might have for people that are, are, they want to write or they want to produce films and they feel like maybe they don't know where to start or maybe they feel like they're up against a roadblock and they just don't know what the next step is? Do you have some sort of advice or some sort of tip or something that they can, a resource maybe that they can? look up to help them along oh, the way. sure yeah um, yeah so i know i see that that's a two a two-part um uh question so i'll answer on what you just asked about uh about helping uh, up-and-coming writers and filmmakers i would definitely recommend finding a mentor um someone who's actually where you want to be you definitely don't want someone who is trying as much as you are and they have they don't have any level of success because you both are going to end up in the same boat. You want somebody who has done more than you have. You actually want somebody who is smarter than you because you will learn so much from them. Um, so that's definitely one thing that I recommend. And I recommend being willing to um, fail. I've failed a million times over the past 20 years. Rejections left and right. And I know that you already know what's going to come out of my mouth. Later, the failure has actually been my biggest um, teacher. I learned what not to do and I learned what to do because of that failure. So as much as it does not feel good and it will not, it won't feel good and there'll probably be tears and discouragement. I'm just being honest. None of that matters if you understand that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Understanding that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do eliminates you from worrying about the failure because the failure will come because it's part of the process of moving forward and you fail because things happen that you don't anticipate in your human and you just have to accept that that's part of the process accept it for what it is and move on it is easier said than done 
and I'm well aware of that, but you have to continue to move forward and apply what it is that you need to do. So definitely find a mentor, somebody who is where you want to be and be consistent with what you're doing. Um, I was not, and I see my career went up and down like this. If you're consistent and you're persistent and you are following somebody who knows what they're doing, you're going to um, create successes along the way. And those little successes end up culminating into this, into this picture of success for you, whatever that looks like for you. I don't know what that is, but that's what I've come to, uh, come to learn. And that's the advice that I would give. And one of the other, or two of the other lessons that I've um, taken to heart is that uh, sometimes we're thinking that as artists and as entrepreneurs or whatever, that we are out here just doing it for ourselves. But you have to realize that what you're doing is going to have an impact on other people. And you should live your life understanding that you are going to have an impact on others. And to have each one of your days reflect that. And that's what I've been doing. To know that I can impact another person is, is pretty powerful. And so I, I want to impact them in a positive way. And of course, I want to impact them with my talent and my skill. And so that was another lesson that I learned that we impact each other and to make each day reflect that. And another thing that I learned recently is that I have a point of view, but it's not the only point of view in the world. So I have to appreciate and understand the points of view of other people. And even though I may not agree with them, uh, to, to give them the space to be able to have their point of view, to not feel judged and criticized. So those are the, those are the lessons that I've learned um, recently and definitely the advice that I would uh, want to uh, pass on to, uh, uh, to people who I'm mentoring. I think that's great advice. You know, it's especially the point you made about remembering that you're inspiring people and remembering that, you know, that's a, such a compelling reason to just go ahead and take action. Right. I used to have the problem and I still have a challenge of, I want things to be perfect before taking the next step that, you know, and, and, yeah. and, per, you know, perfectionism is like the enemy of productive, of being productive. And right. so it, it's just, I remember when I became interested in self-development and trying to notice what successful people are doing, I noticed that successful people, they make mistakes but they were just getting up and trying again and trying again and moving on. And that inspired me. And so that's how, what I try to remember when I inspire, you know, I want to try to inspire other people. Yeah. It's what I'm doing right now. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but I'm taking action. And, right. and if you don't take action, you just don't improve. That's the way we improve. So I think it's amazing points. And I, I, I can relate with those so well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I, I see it in you just in, you know, in, in, in the time that I've known you. So, yeah, you, you amaze me where you're at with your career and what you're doing. It's amazing to me. You amaze me. Well, we amaze each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's a great uh, accountability partner right there. Right. Um, accountability and inspiration. Right. So, Natara, why don't you tell us about some upcoming projects that you have on the horizon? 
Um, well, uh, like you mentioned at the beginning of this, uh, I have my self-help book, uh, Entrepreneurial Artists uh, Thriving, um, Not Starving in the Real World. I'm going to be completing that project. Um, 2018 is already getting booked up with people, uh, producers that are asking me about um, getting contract work as well as uh, private clients um, that I'll be working with. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm also getting hired to do uh, content writing by marketing companies, and that's equally exciting to me. I, I mean, I just, I love it all. And I just got approached by another gentleman who wants me to co-author his uh, book with him, and it's a nonfiction narrative. So I'm extremely excited because I get to write in all these different types of mediums, and there's just never a boring day. And I'm literally living out a dream that started 20 years ago. And it feels surreal. And you can make a living doing what you love. And it is possible. There may be a journey with it, but it's happening. And so when I think about the projects that I have coming up in 2018 and the ones that are going to complete out 2017, I'm just uh, super excited because it makes me realize that you can actually have what it is that you're willing to work for. I love it. Beautiful. Um, so how can people learn more about you and your work? Um, the, the great question. I, you definitely can follow me on, uh, on social media. Um, and then the main uh, place that you want to go is to my website, uh, the uncloseted.com, um, uncloseted.com. And that's basically the title of my blog. And that has a little bio um, about me and uh, it'll have a video. It'll more than likely have this video um, up there pretty soon. Um, but yeah, you can learn all kinds of information on me there. And, and yes, and if you follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, as well as Facebook, all that information um, will be on there um, shortly. Um, but yes, uh, definitely want to follow me on social media and my website. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, Natara, it's been a pleasure to be speaking with you today. I truly appreciate everything that you shared with my audience and all of your advice. And I encourage everyone listening to get in touch with Natara, to follow her. Her work is truly inspiring. And I think you'll feel very motivated to, to see what she's working on and what she's accomplishing. And thank you so much, Adrian. I really appreciate you having me on your show. It's just, it's an honor um, to, to be on this uh, show with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Adrian McMillian. Are you living the life that you deserve? Or do you feel like a hamster stuck on a hamster wheel, running faster and faster but getting nowhere? Do you dream of a better life? Can you imagine yourself with enough income to easily support yourself and the people that you love and care about? For over 25 years now, I have been studying motivational speakers and motivational trainers, everybody from Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, Stephen Covey. I have taken the most powerful, the most effective tools and techniques, and I've put them into a program, and I can't wait to share it with you. I'm offering a free class absolutely completely free because I want to help you to improve your life. 
just go to thelifeideserve.com slash webinar. Again, thelifeideserve.com slash webinar. Go there today. Seating is limited. Thanks for listening. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live a passionate, fulfilling life. Subscribe so we can take this journey together. A journey of sharing, learning, and growing. A journey to the life you deserve.